Anda bersama SBS Bahasa Indonesia. Dapatkan lebih banyak lagi cerita bagus di sbs.com.au garis miring Indonesia. Pendengar, alkohol memainkan peran penting dalam kehidupan sosial kebanyakan orang di Australia. Namun, bagi mereka yang bermasalah dengan minum alkohol secara berkelebihan, dapat membahayakan diri mereka sendiri dan mungkin orang lain. Rangkuman ini akan mengeksplorasi cara mengidentifikasi apakah orang yang Anda cintai telah mengembangkan ketergantungan alkohol dan bagaimana membantu mereka. Laporan ini disusun oleh Ciara Pasano untuk SBS News. Menurut data yang diterbitkan pada bulan Maret 2022 oleh Biro Statistik Australia, satu dari empat orang berusia 18 tahun ke atas melebihi pedoman konsumsi alkohol 10 minuman standar per minggu pada tahun 2020-2021. Namun pada titik mana minuman menjadi masalah dan bagaimana Anda bisa tahu jika orang yang Anda cintai itu menderita alkoholisme yang merupakan penyakit kronis? Helen Gillis adalah CEO dari LNN Family Groups Australia, yaitu sebuah jaringan yang mendukung keluarga dan teman-teman pencandu alkohol. Gillis mengatakan perubahan suasana hati dan perubahan perilaku adalah beberapa tanda bahwa seseorang mungkin telah mengembangkan ketergantungan kepada alkohol. The biggest thing we talk about is behavioral changes and that can vary from person to person obviously but often people become different physically their mood can change they can become very angry or upset they can become very elusive and secretive they can become very argumentative um or they can become quite distant and removed So there's no one set of behaviors but we we tend to think about um an alcoholic is somebody whose mood changes Eleanor Costello adalah evidence manager di Alcohol and Drug Foundation, yaitu sebuah organisasi yang didanai oleh pemerintah yang bertujuan untuk meminimalkan bahaya yang disebabkan oleh alkohol dan obat-obatan terlarang lainnya. Ia mengatakan energi rendah dan sedikit nafsu makan mungkin merupakan tanda fisik lainnya. You might notice their energy levels are different and they don't engage the same way. Engagement in things like work or school that it may have been really important before might change. Work might not be going so well, they might be you know, calling sick on Mondays. Gilis mengatakan tidak selalu mudah untuk mengidentifikasi apakah seseorang memiliki masalah minum karena mereka mungkin masih dapat bekerja dan menjalani kehidupan yang tampaknya biasa-biasa saja. We know that there are a lot of very professional people who are conducting their work and appearing to be quite functional who can have a very severe disability in terms of their addiction to alcohol. But again, we think about the behavioral changes. They can be perfect at work and then come home and not be very pleasant to deal with. Alkoholisme adalah penyakit yang berkembang dari penggunaan jangka panjang. Ini maju melalui lima tahap, itu dimulai dengan penyalahgunaan sesekali dan pesta minuman keras diikuti dengan minum yang meningkat dan bermasalah dan kemudian berkembang menjadi ketergantungan alkohol atau kecanduan. Ketergantungan alkohol berarti bahwa keterikatan mengambil alih rutinitas seseorang. Meski sadar akan efek buruk minuman itu, orang tersebut tidak bisa lagi mengontrol asupannya. Indikasi lain termasuk toleransi terhadap minuman dan gejala penerikan diri. Kecanduan adalah tahap akhir dari alkoholisme. Pada tahap ini, minuman bukan hanya untuk kesenangan, namun juga untuk memenuhi kebutuhan fisik dan fisiologis. Jika Anda yakin orang yang Anda cintai memiliki masalah ini, langkah pertama adalah berbicara dengannya. 
Berikut ini penjelasan dari Costello. They might not want to talk about it, but being able to reach out and make sure they know how much you care about them and that just general check-ins and making sure they know you're there for them, that you care, that you're there to talk about anything that might be going on in their lives, make them feel like they're cared for, feel like they can trust the people around them, they're much more likely to open up. Sebelum membicarakan masalah ini, penting bagi teman dan keluarga untuk mendapatkan bimbingan profesional. First thing I'd do before we perhaps engage with your loved one is to seek help for yourself. There is a lot of help and guidance around how to approach this. We do have a lot of resources that are translated as well that can guide people through signs to recognize what do I do? What are the questions I ask? How not to get anxious myself about it and the first reaction is because you know your heart rate increases you get anxious yourself you all these emotions come to play because you care so much about this person Bagi sebagian orang minum berkelebihan meningkatkan kemungkinan mereka menjadi sangat emosional, pemarah atau agresif. Costello mengatakan jika ada anggota keluarga yang berisiko penting untuk memastikan keselamatan mereka terlebih dahulu. If it's a situation where there's a potential for domestic violence or any other sort of aggression, first thing to do is remove yourself from the situation if you can. And if you're in immediate danger, always call triple zero. Stigma can be a barrier. I don't want to call the police or, or ambulance people because of the stigma. So I don't want them to know something's going on. But they are generally there to care for you first and foremost. Gilis mengatakan, sebaiknya simpan kunci mobil dan dompet Anda jika situasinya meningkat. It's not acceptable to have somebody else in your life who's aggressive or violent and we would suggest that anybody does whatever they need to do to keep themselves safe. And understanding that if this person is in denial and they don't want to accept that uh, they have a problem, they will turn to all sorts of things to try and keep the focus away from themselves. So often they'll then point the finger and say, it's because the house isn't clean enough, it's because you spend too much money, it's because you're X, Y, Z. None of that's really relevant. All they're doing is deflecting the attention from themselves. And getting aggressive can be one of those things. Melihat orang yang Anda cintai berubah karena konsumsi alkohol yang berkelebihan bisa sangat menyakitkan dan membingungkan. Costello menjelaskan bahwa minuman berkelebihan untuk waktu yang lama dapat mengubah kimia otak dan menghambat perkembangannya pada orang-orang muda. When you're consuming a toxin, obviously it affects the brain. It will affect things like your ability to moderate mood. Then the more you use, it can make you feel sort of sad because it is a depressant, it can cause depression. It also puts a lot of strain on your body. It actually raises your heart rate. Alkoholisme adalah penyakit yang progresif, sehingga akan memburuk jika tidak ditangani. Alcoholism can ruin lives. There's no two ways about it. Um, it doesn't end well for most people. If somebody knows they've got a problem with alcohol at an early stage and they do something about it, then that's the best possible scenario. But it's unfortunately a progressive disease. Every time an alcoholic picks up a drink, it gets worse. The situation, the behaviors, the outcome's not going to get better. That they'll start having blackouts, that they'll start having behavioral changes, they'll start having trouble at work, they'll start having trouble with money, they'll start having trouble with their relationships. So it's a cyclic kind of disease and going downwards. And the families can be brought into that as well. Mencari dukungan selama tahap awal masalah minuman dapat membantu hasilnya. Costello mengatakan berbahaya bagi pecandu alkohol untuk berhenti minum tanpa bantuan medis. 
our Path to Help website does have over 10,000 help and support services listed there that can be found for your local area as well. It's a good starting point and it also has a lot of self-help information because they may not be ready to talk to someone, but they might be ready to have a look at some of the things they might be able to do to start with those initial stepping stones to getting some help and support. Gilis menambahkan bahwa penting bagi keluarga untuk mencari bantuan profesional untuk diri mereka sendiri. Namun melakukan hal itu juga dapat mendorong pecandu untuk melanjutkan pengobatan. You can't change that person from making the choices that they're going to make, but the families can make choices. And it can be really hard. I think one of the hardest things we ever have to do is see people we care about be in pain. But we have to look after ourselves and we have to make decisions about what's right for ourselves and hope that that other person gets recovery. Menurut data yang terkumpul Orang-orang dari latar belakang migran di Australia lebih cenderung tidak minum alkohol atau minum lebih sedikit. Lebih dari setengah orang-orang yang sebagian besar berbicara bahasa selain Inggris adalah abstain atau mantan peminum, dibandingkan dengan mereka yang berbahasa Inggris 19,2 persen. Bantuan tersedia dalam beberapa bahasa di situs web Yayasan Alkohol dan Narkoba. Itulah pendengar sebuah laporan mengenai kecanduan alkohol yang disusun oleh Ciara Pasano untuk SBS News dan disampaikan oleh Ricky Kusumo. Sukai, berbagi, komentar. Ikuti SBS program Bahasa Indonesia di Facebook.